Welcome back to the Contractor Marketing Show. I'm your host, Matt Tebow, and today we got a solo episode. I'm jumping on here alone, and we're going to talk all about appointment setting. And the title of this podcast is called Appointment Setting Mastery, the seven principles for appointment setting mastery. So I just wanted to jump on here and basically talk about what appointment setting is, um, why it's so important for the success of your marketing campaigns. I'm going to give you these seven you know, principles that you can implement into your business for your appointment setting that's just going to get you know, massive results from your marketing efforts. So let's jump right into things here. Um, a little bit different if you don't have a guest, and I'm just going to kind of free ball this. So what is appointment setting? Well, basically what appointment setting is, is the process of actually calling up the leads that we generate for marketing, right? So you got all these mark, uh, you got all these leads coming in through from the marketing efforts that we're putting in. And if the appointment setting on the back end of that has any kind of inefficiencies in it, then that's going to affect the results from a marketing campaign, right? I mean, we can generate, you know, the best quality leads and you can, you know, get like great leads, but if they don't actually go anywhere and there's no real sales system on the back end for monetizing those leads, then you could have the very best marketing campaign set up but then any of the infrastructure on the back end won't allow for like a great ROI, right? And this is kind of the, the, the classic, you know, I guess you could say tension between a sales department within a company and a marketing department, right? The sales department is always saying, oh, the quality of the leads, the leads aren't good, blah, blah, blah. And the marketing department is saying, oh, like, you know, the sales, uh, you guys aren't able to close any of these leads and blah, blah, blah. And the truth is, obviously, it's in the middle, right? It's in between both of them. It's a happy marriage between sales and marketing. And that's why I wanted to jump on the podcast today and talk a little bit about the sales end because, you know, as great as your marketing can be, there needs to be an accompanying sales process on the back end to be able to take advantage of all the marketing, right? If you picture something like a leaky bucket, right? We got a big bucket and it's got a bunch of holes in it the marketing would basically be putting in more water into that bucket. But if it's leaking out all the water, then you're never going to fill up that bucket, right? And that's basically an analogy for having a bad appointment setting system with great marketing. So, you know, the reason that this is important is that if you are doing marketing or you plan on doing marketing and advertising and spending money to get leads, then you need to have a solid system on the back end to be able to predictably take someone who doesn't know who you are and then talk to them, be able to quickly qualify them, book them in for an estimate, show up to the estimate and close the job, right? So the reason too that this is a constant struggle for a lot of contractors is that they are typically very used to leads that are from referrals, right? Whereas on this show, we talk a lot about advertising. And any kind of lead that you're generating from advertising compared to a lead that comes from referrals, there's no comparison, right? I think we can all agree that referral leads are by far the easiest leads to close 
because they know you, they trust you, they like you. You can make a lot of mistakes and they're still going to forgive you for that because their friend said, oh, work with Bob. He is the guy, right? So they're, they're going about that based off of the trust in their friend. Whereas an advertising lead, this person doesn't know who you are. They're just requesting a quote and reaching out to you because of a great ad. But, you know, there's a lot of factors that, that are working against you as well. They don't know who you are, right? Maybe they have a friend who does the type of work you do, et cetera. So this is why appointment setting is so important. And so let's jump right into things here of these seven principles for appointment setting of how to really take your appointment setting to another level so that you can start getting much better results from your advertising, right? So let's jump right into things here. So the first principle that you need to understand when it comes to appointment setting is to call your leads. <laughs> don't try to email them and don't try to text them and don't try to overqualify leads through text and email and asking for all this information after they've submitted a request for a quote, don't do that. The best thing that you can do is do a phone call with your leads. The reason for this is that there's much less margin of them to just like forget about you or a phone call is just more effective. Like it's just more effective to be able to call someone. Now, a lot of contractors will say, oh, well, you know, People are busy. I don't know if they're going to want me to call them, blah, blah, blah. Let's say you call them and they say, oh, I'm busy right now. Then book in a time that they're actually free, right? It's harder to ignore you through a phone call. It's just, it's more effective to call them. Always more effective. If you email them, you're just setting up extra boundaries to be able to work with you. I mean, if you're asking for pictures and you're trying to do all this stuff through email before talking to them on the phone, you're just setting up extra boundaries to be able to work with you, right? Whereas if you just call them up, you can get all that information on that call right then and there. You could be on the call and just say, great, send me over some pictures right now through the phone and like while you're on the call, right? So calling is by far the most effective way to book an estimate. Texting and emailing, these are things that come secondary. And you know, I can already hear people saying, oh, well, it works for me. Great, if it works for you, then do it, that's awesome. But just understand that if it's not working for you and you want to bring the results to another level, calling is always going to be more effective. It just is going to be. So that's principle number one. Principle number two for appointment setting is speed. Anytime that you can call a lead, as soon as it comes in, in a perfect world, we want to call them within the minute. So a lead comes in through advertising, marketing, you want to call them as soon as possible. The faster that you can call them, the more likely it is that you're gonna book them in for an appointment. The longer that you wait, let's say that you wait a day or two days, it's more likely that they're going to work with someone else or they're gonna talk themselves out of it or they're gonna get busy and forget, blah, 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 right? Best thing you can do, call them as fast as possible. How fast? As fast as you can. That is always going to increase your likelihood of getting them on the phone and then booking in for the appointment always going to help you. Um, any kind of speed for anything in sales and marketing is always gonna help you. So speed is key. That's the second principle for appointment setting. All right, principle number three is, if you call them and for whatever reason they don't pick up and it goes to voicemail, then you want to hang up and call them again right away. 
oftentimes what you're going to find is that they will pick up on the second call. The reason for this is just due to like spam. Um, people are just used to getting a lot of spam calls. So they'll ignore it the first time. And then if they call again, they're a lot more likely to pick up. And I think it's just the psychology of having the second call. People are just more likely to pick up because they actually think to themselves, this must be something like important. So instead of leaving a voicemail on that first call, hang up, call again and go. Then if they don't answer from there, that's a whole other thing, right? Follow up, all that. So that is the, uh, we're on number three here is appointment setting. Uh, principle number three is if they don't pick up, hang up, call them again. That trick works really, really well. All right. Principle number four. This one's a big one. Principle number four is on these calls, these initial calls where you're calling these leads, you are not trying to actually sell. You're not trying to sell anything, actually. What you're doing is you're trying to discover. So what you're doing is you're discovering more about the situation. You're qualifying them. You're trying to understand why are they doing this? How long have they been thinking about doing this? Um, where are they at in the process of doing this? Are they talking to other contractors and getting other quotes? You're just trying to gather information. There's no reason why on a quick discovery call, which is what we call these calls, when you're first talking to someone, there's no reason why you should be like selling your services and really pitching price on that first call. Um, unless that you are a very small team or a one man show and you're inundated and flooded with a ton of leads, there's no reason why you should be doing that. That's going to really um, uh, choke your pipeline and it's going to give you significantly less deals based off of the leads that you're generating. So you should not be selling on this initial call. The only purpose of this call is going to be to quickly qualify them, get an idea of what they're looking for, get an idea of where they're at. And then if they fit within, you know, what you're looking for typically, then you can book in the estimate and then you can start bringing them through the process of talking about price and all that. But you are not selling on this call. This is not a sales call. This is a qualifying discovery call. All right, next principle here is, and that, that this previous point kind of leads into this, next principle is finding their why, right? So on this call, we want to find out their why. Why are you doing this? What is the point of all this? Because I guarantee you that most contractors, they're not finding out the why. They're not finding out the reason of why painting their, their house is important to them, right? Anytime that you don't find out the why, now it just comes down to surface level stuff that is harder to actually sell the job based around, right? Because you invite the opportunity to be commoditized, right? Oh, like this guy says he can paint my room for this much and that much, and it just comes down to price. Whereas if you can actually find out the why, why they're doing this, then that's going to help you in the sales process of actually landing them as a client. So on this initial call, your only job is really to find out their why and really understand all of that. That's the the other the next principle here is finding their why. Super, super important. All right, we have two more principles left. The sixth principle is always book a meeting 
from a meeting. This is very important. Have you ever experienced where maybe you do a call with a potential client and they say, oh, I'm busy right now, I can't talk, I'll call you back later. And then you hang up and then you never hear back from them again. Very, very common, right? Anytime that you are speaking to someone on a discovery call, you want to always book a meeting from a meeting. That is like a very classic sales principle, right? And no different for appointment setting. So anytime that you're on the phone with someone and then you leave from there or you have to let them go or it's just not a right time or anything like that, there should always be another date on the calendar for you guys to reconnect. So let's say, for example, you call someone up, uh, a lead up, and they say something like, oh, right now is not really a great time to chat. Then your response should not be, oh, give me a call back when you're free. Do not do that. What your response should be is something like, yeah, no problem. When's a good time to call you back? And if they say like, oh, like, give me a call back in like an hour. Be like, great, perfect. Like, I'll call you back at 3 p.m. Like, make it very clear in terms of time of when you're calling back and say, does that work for you? I'll give you a call back at three and we can have this conversation. Yeah, that works for me. Great. Now there's more accountability. Like anytime that you open up space for someone to wiggle out of accountability, they're most likely going to do it. So if you say, yeah, I'll call you back at 3 p.m., does that time work for you? And they say, yes, that time works for me. Now they're a lot less likely to ghost that call because they have actually agreed to you for that time. And now they feel like they're breaking a promise to you if they don't show up to that call. So booking a meeting from a meeting is very powerful for appointment setting and will take you far in terms of like actually getting estimates out and meeting with people. Um, this goes across the board, you know, anytime too that like, let's say you're booking in the estimate, book in a specific time, like book in a meeting. Oh, I'll be at your house Tuesday at this time. Like, don't leave it open-ended where you say like, yeah, I'll send you an email and we'll set up a time for an estimate. Do it on the phone. If you have them on the phone, you must assume that if you hang up, they're gone forever. So that is one of the most powerful principles. Principle number six, always book a meeting from a meeting. And then the last principle, principle number, number seven here is follow up relentlessly. So follow up, extremely important and is going to be the difference between an average contractor doing marketing who basically has no follow-up whatsoever with the leads they get. They'll talk to them maybe once, and then if the person says, oh, I need to think about it, they'll say, here's my business card, uh, give us a call when you're ready. That's pretty much the extent of most contractors follow-up, right? You want to be different. And so the best thing to do for follow-up is, like we said, book a meeting from a meeting. So if the person says something like, yeah, I need to think about it, or I'm not really ready for an estimate right now, say, great, just so I have you on the calendar, because I tend to forget these things, when would be a good time for us to book in a check-in call on you, just to see where you're at with stuff? That's really good, because now you have something on the calendar to follow up with, right? So when you call, you're not just bugging them, you can just say, oh, I saw that we had a follow-up call booked in, I'm just checking in on you like I promised. It's so much better to approach it that way, and just doing like, you know, just doing regular follow up with your leads. Like if you can't get a hold of someone, 
most contractors will call that lead maybe like twice or three times and then give up. Earlier on this show, we interviewed someone named Brian Diamond, um, and the episode was called Sales and Mastery for Contractors. You should check that out if you haven't seen it yet. And in that interview with him, he told a story about how his team called a lead, I think it was like 70 times, until finally they picked up and said, oh yeah, um, yeah, I would like a roof to be done. And, and they move forward with the job. So you'd be surprised due to various different reasons of why someone's not picking up and why you should continue to follow up with your leads. I mean, you're paying money for your leads, right? So the worst thing that you could do is like, you know, get rid of a lead after calling them three times and just discard them. Like you paid money for that contact. They should be somewhere so that when you're doing any kind of email follow-up or anything later down the line, you can actually follow up with them. Right. So follow up, super, super important. All of you should have something called a CRM, which is a client relationship management tool. And it's just a tool that helps you track all of your leads and keep track of all this stuff so that you can follow up adequately and get the most ROI from your marketing campaigns. So these are the seven principles of appointment setting mastery. All of our clients actually get a in-depth course, the full course of appointment setting mastery when they work with us. And it's a video course that goes through these seven principles in a lot more detail. But I just wanted to jump on here and share the highlights with you guys so that if you're doing marketing right now and you're wondering why are we not closing deals from it, I would look at your appointment setting if you're getting a bunch of leads. Maybe there's something wrong on the back end that's hurting you from getting the results that you really do want. So I hope you found this show helpful. Again, solo episode today. If you're thinking about doing some marketing this year and you'd like some help and you wanna reach out to our team and just explore what that would look like, I'd like to offer you a free strategy call. So if you go to savantmarketingagency.com, you can request a strategy call on there. And you know whether or not you decide to work with us, that's totally fine but you're gonna walk away with a very solid strategy on how you can hit your goals for this year and beyond. So I'd like to offer that to you. Other than that, thanks again for listening. and I'll see you guys on the next episode.